Calm Your Mind Sessions, putting brain science, mindfulness and psychology together for your practical use. Join every week with Jess Bigonio, mindfulness coach, psychotherapist and author, as she gives you methods to calmly navigate your way through the latest world challenges. All right, welcome to today's session, everybody. Um, as always, let's start with um, just arriving into the present moment with a quick two-minute exercise. So I invite you all to gently close your eyes and just allow yourself to arrive into the present moment by first of all beginning to come aware, become aware of the contact between your body and anything that you're sitting on. Releasing the weight of your body into gravity. And noticing how gravity holds you. And then just beginning to take three or four conscious deep breaths in and out. So really making sure that you fill the belly up into the chest, up into the collarbones. On an in-breath. And slowly releasing, letting go on the out-breath. Releasing in the shoulders, releasing in the jaw. And also opening your ears to the realm of sound. See if you can pick out five sounds that you can hear right now. And then bringing your attention back into the body, noticing your feet on the floor. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes again. Okay, so hopefully we've all noticed the difference between slightly busier state when we first sit down to what happens when we drop anchor into the present moment. Okay, so let's begin today's session. So today's session is a little bit of a continuation from last week's session where we began to talk about um, how we respond to stress. Um, and so today I wanted to extend that and talk a little bit more about emotions. So um, there's a story that um, Ramdas, who is who was a world-renowned meditation mindfulness teacher, 
kind of guru type person and um passed away last year but he he talks he used to talk a lot about this that when he first started meditating he had lots lots of impatience and anxiety and judgment and fear and that after many many years of practice um he noticed that he still had the same emotions so the difference being that whereas when he had those emotions at the beginning of practice they would overwhelm him and it's something that i kind of share with my own experience of beginning to meditate i would be much more easily overwhelmed by my emotions and now it's almost like they come and go as if they're sort of um well, the way the ramdas explained it was he called them schmooze <laughs> not sure if everyone knows what schmoo is this kind of cartoon character and that's this sort of animal that comes and goes um, but they're also kind of a little bit, you know, for, for me, I think of them as mice, or something sort of mischievous and sometimes busy and sometimes maybe a little bit, you don't really want them there, but that actually they just come and go and they're, they're not as scary. So it's like the difference between our emotions being these big scary dragons that sometimes they seem to be. And when we bring um, mindfulness, when we bring presence to those emotions in a different way, which we're going to talk about a little bit then they become less bothersome. They're more something that's there, you notice them, they come and go, but they don't overwhelm us, they don't take over our lives, okay? And the difference between bringing presence to emotion rather than being inside the emotion is this kind of idea that we get, whether we're hooked by the emotion or not. When we're hooked by the emotion, we're all caught up in the physical sensations in a way that's overwhelming. We get very caught up in the stories behind the emotions, which we'll talk about in a minute, and the beliefs that are related to those emotions. And what happens when we're hooked by emotions is that often they drive our behavior. So um, I don't know, for example, if we have a feeling of anger, we act out on that anger, what happens? Um, what happens with our relationships towards ourselves and others? If we get completely overwhelmed by anxiety, um, what happens to our behavior is sometimes we, we kind of avoid doing the things that we want to do, or um, we become this kind of smaller, um, in this, we get into this sort of smaller kind of stuck space. Same with fear, same with any emotion really, that if it overwhelms us and we're hooked by it, um, and we believe in everything that it's telling us, it makes it more difficult for us to behave in the ways that we want in our lives. And also when we kind of, um, so if we have a reaction to emotion that is different to bringing presence to it, um, often what happens is we try to either push it away or avoid um, reaching for the bottle of wine or for, for opening the fridge. Um, it might look like binge watching TV. It might look like, um, you know, kind of just getting into busy mode. This is another thing, sometimes busy mind mode, busy doing something, so we're not looking at the emotions. And when we do that, we, apart from the fact that maybe we're not behaving in ways that we want to, the other thing that we're missing out on is that the, our, our emotions often have a message for us. In reality, every emotion comes from an unmet need. An unmet need. And what it's trying to do is move us towards taking better care of ourselves. So it's kind of like, okay, what can I do to take care of myself? It, it, it say, let's say the uh, emotion comes from an unmet need, need, unmet need, I can't speak, um, of being heard. 
So how do we how do we bring that sense of being heard towards ourselves? How do we give bring a sense of caring towards ourselves? So these emotions are telling us something that we can try to work on, we can try to meet the needs in a different way. Okay, so there are a couple of steps that can help us to step out of the emotions, to become unhooked. Um, and the first one is, um, first of all, investigation. Okay, so investigate, how am I relating to this? What is the urge that this emotion is giving me now? Um, it might be to pick up your phone and distract with the internet. It might be, like I said before, kind of eating, drinking, all these kind of things. Um, it might be for some of us to blame others. Okay, There's, there are these different urges. So the first step is to investigate. And we need to bring a load of compassion to ourselves when we investigate, because the reality is that all of us have this, these kind of emotional experiences. And when we get into blame, which can be self-blame self as well, we separate, we become separate. It's almost like, well, I'm the bad one for having this emotion and everyone else is fine. And the reality isn't like that. If we really look around us and if we really talk to people, we know that really we have very, very similar emotional experiences in different intensities, in different contexts, but that we all do have difficult emotions because of the human beings. So with compassion, I investigate, how am I relating to this? Um, and then we can start to undo ourselves from some of these, what we call second arrows, okay? So it, when we talk about the first arrow, the first arrow is having a feeling, having an experience of an emotion, okay? Something that we all have and that we, we can't avoid having, uh, it, you know, we're going to have emotions. So that's the first arrow, okay? So allowing that emotion to arise and noticing it. The second arrow is everything that comes after that, that creates the unnecessary suffering. So that might be the self-blame, the blaming others, all of the unhelpful habits, all of the ways of not wanting to be with the emotion that make it worse. And this is the bit, the great thing about this is that the second arrow is the part that we can work on and we do have control over once we become aware. Okay, so we talk about the line of awareness. Okay, so let's imagine my hand is the line of awareness and that's Everything that is underneath my hand is stuff that we're not aware of. And everything that's above my hand is stuff that we are aware of. And the idea with our practices, especially with mindfulness practice, or just generally becoming more aware, is that we move more things from here to here. Because when they're under here, we can't do anything about them. We're acting automatically on autopilot, if you remember when we talked about autopilot. But when they're here, and we can look at them and we can investigate them, then that's when we, we have a chance to work towards doing something different with them, okay? So by bringing them here, we get a chance to not have so much experience with the second arrow, which is the one that really creates more suffering. Okay, so that's step one, investigate. Step two is investigating and further in terms of what is the story behind the emotion okay a big part of an emotional experience is a story and um, largely that our stories kind of happen under here and we sometimes when I ask people you know what's the story behind the emotion they, they're not even aware they're like well no I'm just feeling this but actually if you really get used to investigating a little bit there'll be some kind of story behind it um, to give you an example let's say anxiety okay 
I used to suffer a lot from performance anxiety, still do sometimes. And the story would be, what if I don't know what to say? Okay, what if I don't know what to say? Strangely enough, I would always find something to say, still do, I've never become completely silent, but the story would keep coming. What if I don't know what to say? And it's a huge rush of anxiety. And so by investigating the story, I can at least step out of the thoughts behind the, the emotion and then the emotion will just come and go on its own. So if I'm not hooked in the story, it's easier for that emotion to flow through me and then I can continue on. Okay. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of a practice with practicing from unhooking from stories or unhooking from thoughts in general, which will help because all of our mindfulness practice, not only does it help us to become more aware, but it also puts us into a kind of a calmer state where we can really see these things without getting caught up in them. And um, I just wanted to share, um, you know, that basically when, the more we can do this, the more we can get unhooked from our emotions. Um, and we not only act more kindly towards ourselves, but we behave in different ways towards the world as well. We act, interact with others in a completely different way. And there's a, a quote by the Dalai Lama, which I'm kind of trying to fit into this talk <laughs> because I really liked it. Um, and he said that if every, if every eight-year-old were taught mindfulness from now on, we would have no more war in the future. Okay. If no one were acting out on their emotions, how would we have war? Okay. So it's just kind of the work for the world, if you like, is to try to get as many people uh, becoming, having as much stuff here and awareness and be able to deal with it a different way as possible. But we can start, we can start with ourselves. Okay. So let's drop into our practice for today. Getting yourselves into a comfortable seated position. And it feels okay for you gently closing your eyes and just knowing that if any time you feel sleepy or it's not comfortable to have your eyes closed you can just open them for a few moments and so the invitation for this practice is to allow your experience to be just as it is so noticing everything in your experience without judgment as much as possible. And that includes the thoughts, it includes the emotions, it includes the physical sensations. Seeing if we can allow them to be mice coming and going rather than dragons that we need to fight with. And so let's start by taking some deeper breaths in and out. And on the out breaths, allowing for a kind of letting go in the body. Letting go in the shoulders. Allowing them to fall away from your ears. Letting go in the jaw. 
relaxing the tongue. Allowing it to fill the bottom palate of your mouth. Relaxing the root of the tongue. And noticing all the sensations inside the mouth, the teeth, the gums, including the lips. Allowing your eyebrows to relax. I imagine them lying flat against your forehead rather than bunched up towards the middle. And drawing your attention to the belly area beginning to notice the breath, arriving and leaving again. And as the breath leaves, imagine a kind of relaxing outwards in that area. So breathing in awareness, into the belly region, breathing out, relaxing outwards, letting go in the out breath. And before long, you'll notice thoughts arising. And seeing if you can let them come and go, like passing cars. And sometimes we notice lots of thoughts at the same time. You could try if you want, imagining that you're standing underneath a powerful waterfall. The water falling hard and strong on your head. And before long, you notice that you can just take a step backwards. The water still falling strong and hard. But this time you're outside it watching it.
And if you find that your mind gets distracted by the content of your thinking, or your attention wanders off, remembering to come back to your breath, your home base. Resting in its gentle rhythm as it arises and disappears again. Allowing the breath to come in its own time. No need to control it. And then, if you choose, bringing your attention once again to your thoughts. And this time, imagining that you're sitting on the bank of a stream, watching the water flow by. And it's autumn and there's a branch hanging over the water with leaves falling in and floating away. And every time you notice a thought, it becomes a leaf, drops from the branch and floats away down the stream. Sometimes we notice lots of leaves Sometimes not many leaves. And sometimes we might notice thinking about thinking. So analyzing, am I having a thought or not? Am I having too many thoughts or not? And making those thoughts become leads to dropping into the stream and floating away. Again, if you notice your mind wanders off into the story, into the content of your thinking, choosing to bring your attention back to the bank of the stream, and perhaps focusing on your breath for a few moments, your home base, 
to help to bring you back. Noticing and expanding and contracting in the belly area. Just like a balloon inflating and deflating. And so now redirecting your attention into the body. Noticing the weight of the body. As it goes down through your sit bones into the ground. Noticing the contact between your body and the chair or anything else you're sitting on. Taking a deeper breath in. And slowly breathing out, releasing into the ground, into the earth. And again, breathing in. And slowly releasing, letting go. Grounding yourself, earthing yourself. So beginning to move a little, to stretch a little. And then whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes to bring this practice to a close. Okay, well done everyone. And thank you very much those who are joining on the podcast. I wish you a wonderful week ahead. And those of you who are joining me live, feel free to stay on for the discussion portion of this session. Mm -hmm.